Hey there, my name is Cara McClintock and I am the host of the Building a Better Body podcast. I am a certified health coach, a podcaster and the platform for others to share their story. My aim is to get as many experts on the show as possible, be that experts in health, experts in fitness, experts in mind, body and soul, all the good things that make up that better body. I hope you enjoy the show. Season four is brought to you by the sponsor Hunter and Gather. These guys, you know I love them, but I am bringing you an even better offer this season with 20% discount code across all their product range. Personally, I'd like to recommend the MCT oil because it's a brand new product, very exciting, and you can use it to make some amazing bulletproof coffees in order to kickstart your day in fat burning mode. So if you want to take advantage of their amazing offer, use the discount code KAREN20OFF at checkout over on their site only this time, hunterandgatherfood.com. And if you look at my show notes, there'll be T's and C's for you there too. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode number 76 of the BBB podcast. As always, I hope you are well. The sun is shining here right into my eyes right now. Just before we get started today... I want to give you a little peep into my life a little bit more at the moment. I've started to take, I just felt like sharing this with you, I've started to take meditation much more seriously at the moment, as in, you know, practicing it regularly. I've I've dabbled with it for quite some time now, as you probably know, or maybe you don't, but I have off and on, but not a real regular practice. You know, I've done the retreats and stuff, but then kind of went back into the humdrum grind of the day so at the moment I'm doing it in the morning and in the evening every single day and I've got to say it is having an effect on me I I feel much more mindful in my actions you know slowing down before reacting in a way that you maybe used to do in that monkey mind way and I'm, I'm definitely building levels of sort of calm it's very fascinating I've even started to journal about how I feel whenever I've done a meditation and I think that'll be fun to look back on over the months to come. So because I am taking it so seriously, I've come to the conclusion that I think, no I do, want to do meditation teacher training in the new year. So I'm super excited to delve in and share that journey as I go along. So that's you caught up with my life at the minute. So on the show today, I have Mark from Keto Genius. I did this conversation a long time ago, but it was great to talk to Mark. He has a, He's a bit like me in that he's an experimenter and loves to experiment with keto. And he's done a bit of the carnivore diet, which we will delve into a little bit as well. Um, just a genuine chat. And Mark, along with his partner Avni, have created the UK's first monthly ketogenic high-fat, low-carb snack and supplement box service. So you get a little snack box, a one-off or once a month, and it's basically a surprise what you get in there. So that's super exciting. A really fun chat with Mark. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's dive in. So today on the show, I'm talking to Mark Davies from Keto Genius, which is UK's first monthly ketogenic high fat, low carb snack and supplement service. Over on the Keto Genius site, you can sign up for a monthly subscription box or grab a one off box of goodies that are suitable for your high fat, low carb lifestyle. The products are additive free and nasty free, but I'm sure we'll get into talking about those a little bit later. But without further ado, let me introduce you to Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Hey Karen, good to be here. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Social media is just fabulous because otherwise I would not get speaking to all you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Love it or hate it, uh, it definitely lets you connect with tons and tons of people in the same world, if you like. (laughs) Definitely. And, you know, um, 
Keita Genius was actually our first foray into Instagram, so it's opened oh, up a whole new oh, world. <laughs> very good, cool. You've, you've, you've got a good lot of followers as well, far more than me. <laughs> yeah, the... so I mean, it's it's just, well, Keita's become so huge in the last year or so, I think. Exactly. I think people just find you using the hashtags, it's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've had a little peep around your website, but would you like to tell people your story so far and how Keto Genius came about? Sure. So um, it, I probably should start off with me as um, mm -hmm. as I first came on to uh, being on the keto diet. Mm -hmm. um, so that was inspired by a Tim Ferriss podcast yeah. um, that I heard back in 2016 uh, with someone called Dominic Diagnostino. Mm -hmm. I'm pronouncing his name yeah. wrong. He's I, a, yeah, I couldn't pronounce it either. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Italian-American, I think, based, based in the U.S., mm -hmm. um, and he gave a brilliant introduction to the low-carb ketogenic diet. Um, primarily, his focus is around cancer prevention and cancer treatment, um, although he was also waxing lyrical around all the potential benefits keto could have to everyday life, um, from everything from Navy SEALs using it to um, to prolong their deep diving um, to um, treating epilepsy. Um, and as a type 1 diabetic myself for around 16 years, um, I'd been low-carb myself, but I'd never taken the plunge into um, going ultra low carb for an extended period of time. Um, so I thought, yeah, I'll give, I'll give keto a try. So, you know, jumped into it. Lots of, uh, lots of avocado, lots of hummus, uh, lots of meat. Um, and it was great for the first month. You know, the keto, dreaded keto flu didn't really affect me. Um, the, the diabetes was very well controlled compared to what it had been before. Um, but then I was finding, I couldn't really find many suitable products. I was walking down Sainsbury's and, picking up you know some slices of cheese and maybe uh, some slices of ham or something mm. to have as my lunch it was, it was uh, maybe some sardines or um or an avocado and it just wasn't very uh, inspiring after a while so then we were looking um, my partner and i avni were looking at uh, the internet for some inspiration and we saw this brilliant keto subscription box over in the states called keto crate mm -hmm. and we we're like oh surely the uk has one and it didn't so we thought, oh, well, let's make our own ones because I'm sure lots of people, either if they have medical problems and they're on a low-carb diet or you know, they're just trying to lose some weight and they want some low-carb options. Mm -hmm. And we we did some research and the, the number one thing that stood out to me was the amount of artificial sweeteners that were being sold um, in these low-carb products. So you could walk into a hot in the barracks and try and find something healthy. But if you come across anything like a grenade bar um, or some low-carb sweets, they're full of nasty sugar alcohols, um, nasty artificial sweeteners that make you feel worse, not better, which is the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish on the ketogenic diet. So we we sort of kind of jump straight into it without much thought. And, um, and we've been doing that ever since really for the last 15 or 16 months, um, trying to find the best healthy um, artificial sweetener-free uh, gluten-free, new nasties-free, essentially um, um, products that we can ship out in the box every month. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think you're coming about at the right time because yes, keto is popular. Um, but you're gonna see sort of keto slapped on the, on packaging of of stuff whenever it's not necessarily high quality ingredients on the back. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's that's a huge risk. I can, I can, and you can see it like you say happening in the states. Yeah. Um, there's some, there's some, let's say, suspicious products that are being labelled of that mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just a buzzword for many people at the moment.
Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are playing around with it at the moment. In fact, I met a friend today and she says, oh yeah, I'm trying keto, but through no like influence of me or anything, I was just quite surprised to hear her say that. Whereas, you know, once upon a time you were told you must have carbohydrates to build muscle. And I was talking about this on another podcast recently. For me, it's not the case at all. I've, mm-hmm. I've got more muscle mass now and I've gone much lower carb. So it's just, it's very strange. Um, And personally, my palate doesn't like super sweet food anymore. If I have something, especially if it was to be artificial, I would just reject it. (laughs) Um, But we're all on our own journey. You know, it's all good. But how flexible can you be if you're type 1 diabetic, as you mentioned? I mean, so, yeah, it's really interesting. So I think when um, I was diagnosed back in 2000, the doctor's approach to it was really you know, they don't really want to isolate you from your peers anymore. So especially for um, young children and and teenagers, which is the sort of primary age group it affects, their their general advice is, well, you know, fit your insulin around what you eat. Um, so, and and of course, you, you eat like your peers. So you have things like jacket potatoes, baked beans. I remember that was uh, the lunch that was recommended to me. Mm-hmm. And and you, you you can do that as diabetic, but it's in my opinion anyway, it's far from optimal. Yeah. Um, because carbohydrates, you know, I mean, you have fast acting carbohydrates, you have uh, slower acting ones, and getting the insulin balance right is is a really hard challenge when you when you it's a, it's, it's a complex challenge. So, and if and it and it can affect a whole range of other factors going on in your life, such as stress, temperature. Um, exercise even from the previous few days um if you're if you're if you're feeling unwell your your blood sugar can, can spike and so by ha- by throwing you know, these hot the glycemic carbs into the mix it's, it becomes a almost a roller coaster and in, and from my experience meeting other fellow type 1 and type 2 diabetics mm. it's almost an impossible task to do that long term you you can get away with it for a while sure um but if if you're on a high carb diet and you're diabetic, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna work out for you. Yeah, no, that's that's probably quite right. Um, did you whenever you were transitioning then was there a period where it was you didn't feel well because your body was used to burning a certain fuel and then going across? Was there a period where you felt awful? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so sort of subconsciously, I'd been going lower carb anyway because. Um, even long before I'd heard of keto, yeah. going yeah. low carb was just easier for me. So I, I saw it as a convenience. Right. Um, but still in my head, I was like, well, I still need some carbs to survive. You know, I I, I, I can't go without these carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I probably was sticking to around, I would say, probably 100 grams of carbs a day. Mm-hmm. So that would involve things like you know, an apple, um, maybe a, a slice of bread. But one trick I learned was to always... Um, include fat and protein in it and with anything I eat. So, for example, an apple, yeah. Um, yeah. peanut butter, or, or or whatever, to just try and slow down that that um, that spike of carbs. Mm-hmm. And that meant you could spread your insulin out uh, and make it a lot easier to um, to absorb the the, the glycemic response. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- when I did eventually switch over to being uh, to go for keto, I mean at that stage I was probably yeah I probably dropped down even further to around eighty grams of carbs a day. Yeah. I wasn't a strict carb counter by any means, but going from um, 80 grams to around uh, 20 to 30, it wasn't a huge shock to my body. Although I can appreciate if you're on a normal uh, UK or American diet, mm. if you're if you're having two, 300 grams of carbs a day and you're going from that to 20 or 30 or even zero, 
it's going to be a, a quite a huge shock to your body because your body uh, is not going to be used to burning um burning burning your fat stores very much yeah uh, as opposed to burning glucose so for me it wasn't really much of an issue and of course this is when when keto was still quite a a, a new sort of niche thing um and, and not many people had heard of it so yeah. i i did do my research properly yeah uh, and the, the the one golden rule i i say to anyone who's interested in, in trying ketos now is was to actually one is is to test uh, ideally your blood yeah um so check your ketone levels and keep track of it and second of all is to have um is is, is if you're feeling unwell by default i would say you know, start off with um increasing your uh, your electrolytes so mm. i put himalayan salt in everything yeah um and i would i would do i would, I would say i say exactly the same to people starting the ketogenic diet mm -hmm. you put it in your water put it in your coffee um and if you're feeling bad it's probably down to the fact your sodium and your electrolytes in your blood have have been reduced yeah that makes yeah because we're, we've become scared of salt <laughs> over the years but yeah i crack the himalayan salt quite liberally as well <laughs> <laughs> Um, and actually talking of um, blood glucose and ketones, I, I ordered a, a, a meter there and it's coming, I think, tomorrow. I've never I've never been that uh, accurate with testing, so I'm quite excited to see what that says. <laughs> I might surprise myself, <laughs> um, but I do love the, the real geeky technical hacking side of things. So I'm interested to see what the, the numbers turn up for me. Yeah, it is. And, and that's such a thing. Um, I've gone down the, the path. So keto has led me to uh biohacking uh, <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. went forward of biohacking so uh, there's so many products out there now mainly from the states but um and they are they are quite expensive but as a diabetic one that i, I really recommend and you, you can get these um without a prescription is something called the freestyle libre mm -hmm. and that's a continuous glucose monitor oh so, yes you stick it to your arm yeah yeah they're brilliant and f so and you you don't have to be keto obviously to try this you they're really good fun and, and people I've talked to who are not diabetic, mm. they yeah. they've used this for a two week period, which is how long a sensor lasts for, um, to track to see what's what foods spike them and they're not suitable for. Mm -hmm. And you get some really strange, um, really strange foods that you would not expect to your spike your blood sugar. And obviously that's unique to every person. But um for one example one example I'll give you, um, one lady who um who you who used this uh, freestyle libre uh, meter? She found that cinnamon really spiked her blood sugar. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy because yeah. normally because they say cinnamon um, should should stabilize or, or even reduce your blood sugar. Yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. she found she was she was you know, doubling her blood sugar every time she had cinnamon. It was crazy. Wow, it does show you that it's all about genetics and. And I always talk about the fact that you cannot have this one plan cookie cut for everybody. You need to work out what drives your insulin up and what doesn't and, and palate as well. Like, do you like the flavor of these foods? Don't force yourself to eat an avocado if just because everybody's eating them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously, if you're, if you're a millennial living in London, you're going to have avocado. that. Yeah. <laughs> Shove down your throat every, every restaurant you go into. But yeah, you're absolutely right for that message. Um, couldn't agree more on so everyone's unique just because you see a diet on instagram or, or, or in the paper doesn't mean you should follow it i mean certainly give it a try if you think it's going to work for you but if you try it for a month and you're not feeling very well and then clearly it may not be for you and so you just got it's just a continuous experiment mm -hmm. um yes. like you say genetics environment 
um, you pass the illnesses, your gut health, all these factors can play into what diet is best for you now. And of course, as your age changes, um, yeah. and you, and you know, I mean, my, myself and, and my partner, Avni, so Avni's tried the keto diet and um, her hair started falling out about three or four weeks in. Oh, wow. And, okay. And obviously, as, as a girl, that's the last thing you want. So she's she um, she's um, now on a cyclical keto, keto diet. So she has a period of high carbs um, once a week and then she goes back into sort of a low to moderate um, ketosis and that seems to work for her that's interesting because i literally only just started experimenting with all carbs at night um not ridiculous amount but i you know i wasn't really having too many at all but um i'm gonna i had last night what did i have last night i had sweet potatoes i'd I'd cut them out for the longest period of time but just as a little experiment to see how the hormones balance out (laughs) i'm not going to too many details but just experiment with having them at at night and i've also got the supplement l-thionine as well don't know if you know much about it um no i haven't heard of that but can i ask you does the uh, do the carbs help you sleep better well as i say i've only been doing it for a couple of nights but last night no problem at all yes um that is supposed to be uh something that people need more at night and when i get my monitor you know, I might still be in ketosis. I don't know. So it's definitely a big experiment ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one because um, a n- number of the um, ketogenic podcasts we've been listening to um, have been focused you know, around MMA athletes or you know, extreme athletes are doing you know, lots of lots of intense exercise every day. Yeah. And even though they're on a ketogenic diet, they supplement uh, with sweet potatoes and use these, these so-called smart carbs, which release that energy very slowly. And even though they're having, you know, these these um, professional athletes, even though they're having 150, 200 grams of these carbs uh, every day, they still remain in, in, in ketosis because yeah, your body just goes through them. So if and yeah, I've talked to cyclists as well. I'm um, doing the keto diet, and they 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 found a good balance of supplementing with 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 these sort of lower glycemic carbs when they're when they're training. Yeah, I mean, I've never really been a fan of weighing and measuring, but getting the a monitor i think is going to be an eye opener and just tweaking that a little bit more to see what makes you feel better i don't feel bad at the minute but i'm just i just status quo after a while just doesn't feel right and you want to just shake things up a bit just to see if you can up level <laughs> even more you know exactly yeah no i'm exactly the same it's always good to experiment yeah because um, sure. uh, you, you know you never know and every even even if it's a failed experiment you learn something yeah and you mentioned Avni there your co-founder and your partner in crime um she had her her own health journey with um you know dealing with food allergies and hay fever um as keto helped even though it made her hair fall like did it help with those other things Uh, it has a bit so um obviously when you go to keto by almost default you uh, you sort of expose um you, you increase your exposure to things like nuts yeah um, yeah. So she she started experimenting with things like um, peanuts, which is a great um, a great ketogenic friendly nut. I've and, tried and yes. yeah, and, and we, we love uh, we love peanuts. There's a, there's a great company called Warm Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're based in the UK, and they they do about three or four different flavors of peanuts. Absolutely delicious. Yes. Um, yeah. And probably one of the most ketogenic foods we've come across. Just for everybody listening, um, pilai, aren't they? They're not peanut. Sounds like a shame. Uh, apologies. Yeah, sorry, I'm. <laughs> Pilai nuts. <laughs> pilai, yeah, pilai, and there's like pink Himalayan salt flavor and stuff. Yeah, I've had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think they're launching Han the Barrett soon. 
They are um, already. I've, I've, that's where I got them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What, what do you think yeah. of them? Yeah, no, they're they're very. What do you want to say? Greasy or dense? Um, I think the ones without the flavor are a bit bland. But mm-hmm. if you get the ones with the flavor, you're yeah, no, they're nice. <laughs> the uh, the chocolate ones are delicious. I um, oh, the, the ter- the turmeric ones are a little bit hit and miss. Yeah, it depends. It depends if you like turmeric or not, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, you think it did help her a little bit, but she's tweaked it um to help with her hair. Has her hair grown back? <laughs> no. So I mean, it, it it wasn't like all her hair fell out. It wasn't yeah, no, that dramatic. Being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a little bit more was in the brush. Yeah. Um, and and we obviously it, we we only been on the keto diet for about a month or so, so sure. uh, we quickly attributed it to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as she started having carbs back in, she felt she felt better for one, and a uh, hair growth, a uh, hair sorry hair growth, um, re- resumed. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, so I mean that's just that's just a quirk of of Abney, I guess. Yeah, she's find her sweet 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 spot <laughs> now. She, she she she's obviously metabolically flexible. She feels really well. Uh, when she does yeah. um, extended fast, so she's she's fasted for um, you know, 36, 48 hours before, wow. and also she's in a state of it's deep amazing. ketosis. Very good. Um, but obviously, you know, she can handle the pizza as well, so she's she's enjoying the best of both worlds. Excellent. Yeah, I did a twenty-four hour fast. I've talked about it before, and I I find it quite well, sort of difficult. As long as you've got plenty to do, you'll be okay. <laughs> I think if exactly. You're hanging about the house, you're just gonna. Uh, levitate towards the fridge just because that's what you do but um yeah it's it's nice to be able to do it um and it shouldn't be difficult if you're eating sort of more high fat anyway exactly yeah hey there karen here just a little interlude mid show today's show is also brought to you by mrs organics mrs organics is a brand that have created some wonderful organic products for your skin you know what we put on our bodies is just as important as what we put in our mouths carol the brand creator has a whole host of different products for men and women and personally i'm getting stuck into the sleep band because it helps me drift off to the land of nod just nicely if you fancy treating yourself today hop on over to mrsorganics.com now that is m-r-s-r-g-a-n-i-c-s.com and use the discount code karen10off at checkout and you'll get a direct link to that in my show notes as well and i believe you've been this is an exciting question been experimenting with the carnivore diet (laughs) (laughs) i imagine people hear that and go oh wow what is this all about um but no i see it a lot um but i'll I'll let you explain your experience with it (laughs) well yes i mean um when you're in the keto community you do you do see some strange things going on and um it started popping up about six months ago, I think. So we saw a lot of people doing sort of meat-only diets. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction was like, wow, that is extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, you cutting out vegetables, um, you know, is that really good for you? But anyway, we, we followed a few people on Instagram, and they seem to be doing quite well on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we listened to a Joe Rogan podcast with um, someone called Michaela Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's the daughter of, um, people may have heard of him, Jordan Peterson. Yes. Um, and they both had their various autoimmune um, problems. So uh, Makeda was um, severely affected by rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Uh, she also had an, uh, you know, lots of other issues, which was taking countless medications for, such as depression. Mm. Um, and she and you know she she came to the sort of can I modify my diet to help cure me? Um, sort of game a bit later on um, in life. 
Yeah. Um, so obviously, one of the first things she did was cutting out gluten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went lower carb. Uh, I think she experimented with chicken and broccoli for a bit. And I think in desperation, she threw into Google, you know, what is, you know, what, what is, um, what is the best diet for these, these conditions that I have? Yeah. I think carnivore, um, the carnivore meat only diet popped up and she, and obviously she thought that was a bit strange. And she, and she talks about, her, I won't ruin it. She talks about a journey on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. and it's a bit of an eye opener because it makes you, even though we're, you know, I'm very open-minded when it comes to diet, mm. cutting out vegetables for like a large period of time hadn't really occurred to me to be something that would be healthy. Yeah. Um, hearing the experience, uh, her experience and the experience of many others that we've researched online, it does appear that for some people it can have amazing benefits. Yeah. So we, um, well, I started it, for, um, I started it about three and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've treated it like a 30-day elimination diet. Right. So um, so the rules are very simple. Um, I, I did like a one-week um, sort of tra- transference protocol um, sort of diet. So that would involve um, your meat, fish, uh, cheese, heavy cream. And you can still have things like coffee, mm. um, or obviously water. Um, but then once I got into week two, eliminate all sort of plant-based um all plant-based uh, foods, including coffee from your diet, oh, wow. uh, caffeine. <laughs> so it was quite a hard week. Um, I think it was not last week, week before. Yeah. Um, and exists really on only grass-fed beef mm-hmm. and salt. Wow. <laughs> Which you know, if you if you talk to normal people, normal people in quotation marks about this, they, they think you're crazy. Yeah, they think you're killing yourself. <laughs> exactly, and. Um, so I'm, I'm like saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm really only about two and a half weeks properly into the grass-fed beef only, only diet. Although I have experimented with uh, lamb events as well. Mm-hmm. Feeling really good. Yeah, you're feeling really good. That's going to ask you. You're feeling good. Um, <laughs> it's. I think the thing that would get me is just not much variety. Would that is that kind of you know the textures of vegetables, the crunch and the the colors on your plate. <laughs> It's true, and and I think certainly I'm 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 getting to the stage where I'm I'm beginning to miss vegetables now. Yeah. Um. However, if you're eating steak every day, mm-hmm. it's 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 hard it's hard to feel like you're missing out because it, it's just I think it's one of the few, few foods in the world that you can be mm. you can be happy to eat it every single day, and that, that surprised me because before. Um, before starting the carnivore diet, I wasn't really much of a meat eater. Okay. I'd probably eat it maybe once a week. Okay. So it was a big uh, transition. Um, I think you know s- 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 some meat that um, they recommend to um, to avoid so uh, poultry, uh, turkey, mm-hmm. um, and the the emphasis is 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 on the on the grass fed and ideally organic if you can get it because course, yeah. it's it's quality of food into into the animal you're eating which is crucial. Mm-hmm. And of course, no one likes eating factory farmed animals. It's mm-hmm. probably not very good for you either. Yeah. And how's your how's your bank balance? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. So I mean, if you if you mind this or or the daily uh, subtractions for coffee, yeah. um, or dark chocolate for, mm-hmm. for peanut butter, for avocados, avocados aren't cheap. Yeah. And anything else you may buy in the supermarket. And we did a bulk order online, so um, we ordered. It was it was an expensive box, but um, it was grass-fed Scottish beef, mm-hmm. and we wanted to start off on a good foot with with the carnivore diet. So we 
ordered a box from HG Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, they delivered this beautiful um, meat-filled box um, about a day later, um, put it all in the freezer and the fridge, and that, that was about £150, and that's lasted me two weeks so far. Oh, wow. So £70 a week. It's it's not not cheap, but it's not it's not expensive either. Yeah, you've done well. Um, I think a lot of people... Um pose the question what about the fiber but especially with that girl who was super sick fiber isn't necessarily good for a person um you see people say oh i just need more fiber and that could be absolutely the worst thing for a person is bunging somebody up <laughs> even more <laughs> with fiber you find that people's digestive well, what i've heard anyway that people have tried it their digestive system improves yeah it's, it's really interesting and you and i guess the key question is what percentage of people are not benefiting benefiting from fiber yeah. i mean you would yeah. assume the majority of the population need some form of fiber or roughage in their diet mm-hmm. um but there's clearly like, like in, in michaela peterson's case there's clearly um, a minority of a population which uh, which doesn't fit that rule um and then and that makes you think well you know what other rules is everyone else following that may not be right for me yeah. and this is yeah. this comes back to the whole ex- experimentation thing uh, and seeing what works for you yeah, I'm, I've taken a real step back from judgment. You could, you just don't know what's going on in a person's life and what they've tried and what makes them feel good. So if if you're feeling great, just you go be you. That's what I say. No judgment from me. Exactly, exactly. And you, I mean, even even speaking from a, a keto standpoint, obviously being keto for a while, mm-hmm. um, when I first heard, heard the carnival diet, I must admit I judged a little bit because I was thinking, you can't cut out vegetables for such a long period of time. Like, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the results speak for themselves. And um, I'm, I'm sure if, if a large, you know, if the majority were to try the carnival diet, it's probably not going to work for the majority of people, yeah. mainly yeah. because it's a very socially um, awkward diet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all, all you can eat is grass-fed beef, and maybe you can stretch to um, grass-fed game at, at some stage. But... Um, you know, um, the stage where I'm at anyway, you know, beginning to miss vegetables, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and make it to 30 days. But if not, I might sort of s- try and bring in some of the um, less scary vegetables yeah. like organic spinach or something like that. But you're, do- you're do- doing it from a biohacking perspective, aren't you? You're not trying to fix gut issues. So no, no, no. So- fun. You can bring it all back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, I mean... Um, we've been experimenting with a, a lot of different things over the last year or so as we've got into the biohacking community um, to see you know, w- what would work. So, for example, um, I started seeing a chiropractor, yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not because I had any back pain or anything, just so the alignment of the spine. Um, it, obviously, everything runs through the spine. So by um, fixing your spine or, fi- or improving your posture, the theory goes that your hormone uh, balance could, could, could um, return to optimal levels. Mm-hmm. I could believe that, yeah. Yeah, and you know saunas, which um, every, I think everyone's a fan of saunas. Um, and what else are we doing? And also, we've brought um, an infrared light um, to to have on at home. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, we're tr- trying lots of different things. And you know, um, every month or so, I ask myself a question: What what am I feeling out out of ten? Mm. Um, and I was saying, that, you know, from, from going from carbs to keto, I went from a five to a seven. Yeah. And now with throwing in these additional things, I'll say I'm at eight now. So obviously everyone's striving to get to that nine or ten. Yeah. It's never only about the food. That's I think if you've explained that perfectly. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, probably the most critical part of that, which I haven't mentioned, is sleep. Sleep, yeah. I was going to take the words right out of your mouth there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. If You can have everything dialed in a bit. If you're not sleeping, the hormones go out of whack, and then you're going to be craving the donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so true. And you know, the caffeine comes along as well. Yeah, a crutch. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously we're all human in his day. So um, there's been times, numerous times in, in the past two years where, I haven't had a good night's sleep and I, I've gone straight for the carbs. Yeah. Um, it's not the end of the world. You can get back into keto. Of course. Um, just, just don't fall off the wagon completely. Yeah. Um, I know just, that it's it's not your fault because it's literally your brain survival method kicking in. <laughs> and the hormones are all out of whack. So yeah, just tomorrow is a new day, I guess you could say. Exactly. And, and you know, I, I, again, you know, this experimentation. So I've been inching closer to... Um, trying to reintroduce some a certain carbs back into in, into my diet. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, you know, about six months ago, I started reintroducing fruit back in. Yeah. Um, we we went straight for the uh, sort of the, the berries because they're, they're lower lower sugar fruit than compared to something like bananas. Yeah. Um, which I think I'm off for life. Um, yeah, me but, too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I had one now, would I find it ridiculously sweet? I'm sure I would. Because I find raspberry sweet not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for me, blueberries and, and raspberries are absolutely fine. But yeah, with, yeah. But yeah with something like banana, I'm not sure. And I think like an unripe banana would be much more preferable than a ripe one. Yeah, I'm quite partial to a, a green plantain when, when I can get them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not too handy to get here, though, but you can get them in one place. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about your subscription boxes then. So what's uh, what can we find inside of those? Or is that a secret? <laughs> no, no. So, yeah. so if, if you follow our Instagram, you won't, you'll, you'll come across the page and be like, oh, that's weird. I don't see many boxes on here. Mm -hmm. But the reason we do that is because, you know, it is a bit of a surprise every, every month. Um, so we uh, you can also obviously order a one-off box. Um, and that will be, um, so each, well, let's go back to the start. So each box will contain uh, 10 to 12 ketogenic friendly products. Oh, yeah. um, so that would be anything from pork scratchings uh, through to, um, you know, coconut based products uh, through to uh, dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. And then we also include a, a keto, uh, a keto supporting supplement. Um, so we've had some great ones in the past. We've had some exogenous ketones in there. Yep. Uh, we've also had some, um, sort of mineral-based um, supporting um, supporting things that we found, such as uh, magnesium spray that uh, you spray on the skin, mm -hmm. um, electrolytes as well. So th these are obviously the key things that people tend to uh, not realize they need on, on the ketogenic diet. So if you order a box of masks, um, you'll you'll f you'll find some random but uh, well, hopefully well thought out yeah. supplements that can that can make that transition easier. Or if you're in keto in, in keto anyway. Uh, just bring bring something a little bit different to it. Brilliant! Is it doing well for you guys? It's good. So we're running it. Um, we we both still work full time. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it's 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 definitely still on the side venture. What we're looking for is probably someone else uh, to come on and help us run the business. Mm -hmm. Um, someone with a more sort of social media savvy personality. Right. <laughs> um, and sort of branching out that way. But you know, in in the past um seventeen months since we've launched, I think it is. The yeah, you know, the explosion, literal explosion in um in the amount of ketogenic friendly products you can now find in the UK uh, has has changed drastically. And even if you just walk into a Sainsbury's or uh, or even a Holland and Barrett, mm. the options there are now 
much more um much more varied than they were uh, back in, back at the start of 2017 for example yeah. um we we used to have to import a lot of products from america mm-hmm. because america um even though they're they're obviously a lot more extreme in the uk um <laughs> that their, their foods their food their ketogenic foods are very very good at very high standards tend to be three to five years ahead of of, of europe so we had to import a lot of stuff yeah. and, and we've really reduced that down because we found a lot of normally one or two man or woman band um companies that have sprung up and producing their own goods because mm. they just found they weren't in the market yeah it's a, as i say it's a great time to be involved and quality is obviously important to you guys so that's super exciting to hear thank you for sharing that um i want to be mindful of your time i ask everyone this question if you could give our listeners one final thought today one mark nugget that they can incorporate into their lives in order to build that better body what would that be today carnivore <laughs> well um yeah that, that, that's 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 I, I, I thought about it it's like it's a, it's a hard question i think I, I think you know it's, no 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 not all so i think in this day and age you've got to be um I, I think the key thing you've got to try to be even though it's very easy to say it, it's hard to act out is you have to be uh, very self-confident so not only um in your abilities but you know in in your beliefs as well so you've got so much pressure especially if you're if you're younger coming from a social media from me um from traditional media and from friends friends and family as well so um you know, for, for me i also got pressure from my doctor not to go low carb um oh, wow. and you if you if, if you if you've done your research and you believe that it may it may be beneficial for you you just got to go for it and you know a lot of the time you may be proved wrong um and you experiment yeah. and tweak and, and try and, and try and try and improve it um so i think yeah that, that's that's my overriding that'd be my overriding advice at being a diabetic for the last 16 years is you you you, you don't always have to follow medical advice as even though I'm not a doctor and I'm saying that, which could be very virtual. Um, the the medical, medical community has got better. So, so now they are like sort of promoting low-carb ketogenic diets in the NHS, which is brilliant. Um, yes. But you, you come across fad diets all the time. Um, I think you've just got to find out. You've got to be patient. You've got to find out what works for you. And you don't be, don't, don't yeah. be afraid to ask, ask for help. So, um, you know, message people on Instagram that you, you seem, seem to be doing well ask them what what they're doing what's working for them what what they went through to try and get through that stage you know, any any tips you can get that, that can help you um that, that's what i did so and you there's a wealth there's a wealth of information out there it's just finding the right information um obviously running uh this i've listened to some of your podcast episodes the one with jeff that hunter and gatherer was really good oh yeah he's lovely <laughs> um Shout out to Jeff. And, uh, yeah, and they've been in our box as well, the, the Avo Mayo, which is absolutely delicious, by the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I have a lot of it in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we've probably been eating a bit too much for it ourselves. I know. You don't, you don't belong getting through it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, no, that, that is a wonderful answer. Um, build your own self-confidence and, and question conventional wisdom, because that's, actually that's what Jeff said as well. Um, and I was interviewing Kim from, I think I mentioned it, Diet Doctor, and she, she wrote an article about UK doctors getting trained in low-carb diets. So there is movement happening, and I think it's an exciting time. But yeah, question. It's day. true, Even it's, it's, especially when you read about how much of the um, the sort of medical profession dedicates to nutritional um, and nutritional education. It's not a lot. I think undergraduate is something like 16 hours out of the whole undergraduate mm-hmm. course 
And of course, then you go back and question, you know, there's lots of studies saying for, you know, red meat is bad for you, but is red meat really bad for you? Or was it the, the burger bun that came with it? Or was it the fact that it was factory yeah. raised rather than grass fed? Yeah. Or was that person a smoker and a big drinker? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's an extremely complex subject that people can get drowned in it. And, um, yeah, I, I think everyone does to a certain extent, but you know, try and keep, try and yeah. keep it simple. Yeah, don't don't assume from um, carnival diet that all vegetables are bad because they're certainly not. No, but there may be one. There may be a, a, a vegetable like you know kale, broccoli. Um, for example, I I've only found that recently that if you have a low thyroid, you shouldn't be eating those vegetables. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And everybody thinks they're healthy for you, but again, genetics won't, not one size fits all. Um, take some responsibility for your own diet. <laughs> it sounds like a demand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more. And. Um, yeah. And yeah, and then make use of tech as well. So uh, the continuous glucose monitor is brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. You can install the app on your phone, so you don't actually need the reader. Um, it, it costs around sixty pounds. Oh, that's not bad. And the thing, the thing that I'm getting is obviously a blood sample job. So I'll probably not be doing that all the time. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and um, is it for, for no sort of ketone or uh, blood blood glucose monitors? Obviously, you don't need to prick yourself. 10 times a day, yes. uh, like it's a diabetic would. You, you can just do it after a meal or you can do it first thing in the morning and you can get some sort of pattern going and, and seeing and you get a gradual understanding of what's working for you and what isn't. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, Mark. And then, so before you go, where is the best place for people to connect with you and Avni on the web? Uh, so we, probably the best place is our Instagram, Genius UK. Um, we are also, we do have a website, obviously, where you can, where, where you can try out our subscription boxes, but uh, we, we're doing a refresh uh, sometime this mm-hmm. year uh, because I built that website myself and I'm really not happy with my uh, website building skills. So I'm gonna, uh, At least you, you went for it and got something up there. <laughs> yeah, it was a good experience, but we're going to hire a real professional this time to know what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so hope that will be with us by the end of this year. Awesome. I will put all that in the show notes, Mark. So thank you very much for coming on and talk to me. I enjoyed that. I hope you did too. So lovely. Thanks for having me, Karen. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much as always for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, send them along to info at karmaclintock.co.uk. And if you want to support the show, you can head on over to karmaclintock.co.uk forward slash support. And it would be awesome if you could leave me an iTunes review as well. Thank you.